Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Do you struggle with getting everything done that you need to do in a day? Are you in overwhelm sometimes? Do you want to ditch procrastination and do the things that will propel you forwards in your business? Last week, we looked at the seven beliefs that lead to procrastination. And this week, we're going to move forward And look at the sort of things that you can be doing to really harness the power of action. And one of the things that harnesses the power of action taking is to make really good decisions. So as a business owner, you really do need to be able to make fast and effective decisions. You need to adopt behaviours and habits that support your goals. And you need to be able to see an opportunity and act on it, to act quickly on that inspiration that you have. And success or failure really does depend on the quality of those decisions that you're making or that you're not making each day and whether or not you act on those decisions because acting on decisions is just so important. It's all about the follow-through. It's all very well for us to decide that we want to lose weight or decide that we want to create a membership or decide that we want to put another offer out there that will really help our clients to achieve their outcome. But unless we take action on those things, we are not going to see the results. The people, I guess, in business who do incredibly well, one of the reasons they do well is because they have a thought, they have an idea, they make a decision as to whether it fits with their overall strategy and then they act on it. They get to work in making that idea a reality, in getting that idea out there into the world. And so I think one of the things that we really need to be able to do is to create really good decision-making habits. And some of the things that you can be doing in order to do that, in order to start creating good decision-making habits, is to really review your priorities every day and decide, are they still a priority? What are you going to start with? What action are you going to take? Another really good decision-making habit is to learn from your mistakes and decide that you're not going to repeat that pattern, repeat that action and replicate that error, that mistake again. The next decision-making habit that you want to build is to do it now, not later. The more that we put things off, the more that we say, oh, look, I'll do that tomorrow, the more likely it is that that thing will not get done. So deciding that when you have an idea, when you see something that needs doing, when you have something in your diary, you need to do it now. Don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. And the fourth decision-making habit is to be really flexible about how an outcome is actually achieved. 
you decide that you want to do something, but be flexible in the way in which you make that a reality or that becomes, um, you know, that or that actually happens. I think having that flexibility, sometimes we can be wedded to the way we've done things in the past. Um, be open to opportunities and be open to noticing opportunities as well. Now, decision-making on the face of it seems pretty easy, right? We decide things all day long. We decide what we're going to have for breakfast, what we're going to wear. We decide what time we're going to go to bed. We decide what we're going to watch on TV, all of those things. But the reality is sometimes we can get caught up in people-pleasing so that we're not used to making decisions. Have you ever heard a conversation like this before? What do you want to do today? I don't know. What do you want to do? Where do you want to go for dinner? I don't know. Where do you want to go? What do you fancy? Uh, Where do you fancy going on holiday? Oh, I don't know. You decide. Now, a lot of times we can actually abdicate decision-making responsibility. We can make small decisions, but when it comes to making larger decisions, we can rely on other people and other people's input and advice, uh, or we can actually fail to make decisions at all. And often in those circumstances, opportunities can be lost. And that's why taking fast action, trusting yourself and developing those decision-making skills is so powerful. And part of that as well is tuning in and getting to know yourself really well. When you are about to make a decision about something small or big, tune in and ask yourself, how do I feel about that? Does that resonate with me? Is this a yes or is it a no? Is it a wholehearted yes? Is it a hell no or is it somewhere in between? Get to know your physiological reactions as well as your psychological reactions. What is your body telling you in terms of making that decision? So often we can ignore our intuition and then months or years later look back and say, you know, I knew that relationship wasn't going to be great for me or I knew that opportunity wasn't one that I really wanted or I knew that opportunity was something I shouldn't have passed up. And so what I'd like you to do is to start really developing your decision-making habits and make those smaller decisions so that those bigger decisions, making those bigger decisions in your life, in your business, becomes a whole lot easier. Now, some small decisions that you can start to make are around, well, what do I want to achieve today? What do I want to achieve this week? What do I want to achieve this month? And then what do I want to achieve this year? Now, of course, as business owners, one of the things that we're going to be doing is creating a business strategy. We need to have a business strategy in place so that we know what it is that we're working towards. What are those goals? What is it that we want to do, be and have in our businesses? Um, Otherwise, we're just going day by day. If we don't have that vision, we haven't established the strategy. I mean, I use a 90-day planning methodology and I've spoken about this in last season's podcast, so you can go and check that out. You really need to have a business strategy in place because when you have a strategy, when you know what your vision is for your business, when you have that plan in place, every decision you make becomes easy. And the reason it becomes easy is because you ask yourself, will this take me closer to or further away from achieving my goal? Will this action, will this decision take me closer to or further away from achieving my goal, from aligning with the strategy, from getting to where I want to be? And so 
when we test every decision against that statement, is it taking me closer to or further away, then it really does help with the reactions that we have and what we decide to do or not to do. Now, mapping out your business strategy is really powerful and that's a whole other episode in itself. Uh, But once you have your strategy mapped out, your 90-day plan mapped out, which is where you focus on 90 days of concentrated effort on one or two key objectives so that we're not diluting it by trying to do all the things. We're really honing in on a key key theme in our business, whether that's systems and processes or the financials, or maybe it's the people aspect of our business. Uh, Maybe it's creating things, creating programs. Maybe it's about selling. Maybe it's about visibility. Whatever it is, we really hone in and focus for that period on achieving those one or two key themes, those one or two key uh, goals. What we really want to do is when you've got those things mapped out, and you know what you're focusing on, your decision-making becomes so much easier and it leads to action because you know that you've already made the choice about what you're focusing on, about what you want to achieve in the next 90 days, and that is where your action, the actions that you're going to take, become so much easier to do. Um, And the next thing is that when you are developing this action mindset, Not only do you need to be able to make sound decisions about what you're going to act on, you also need to be able to act on them. As I said before, deciding to do something and doing something are two different things and we really want to bring those two together to get you out of procrastination and out of overwhelm. So here are some of ways that you can really maintain that action focus. Now, the first one is to surround yourself with people who get it, right? Other coaches or business owners who want to achieve similar goals or who are the sort of people who are motivated and energetic when it comes to making things happen. The second thing is to learn from other people's successes. You know, reading autobiographies of people who have been there and done that, and it doesn't even matter if it's in your industry or in other fields. There are some really inspirational stories out there that can really help you to apply those learnings in your own business and to your own goals and dreams. Following people on social media who are where you want to be can be wholly inspiring. You know, watching films, watching documentaries, those kind of things can really help you to gain inspiration that will keep the momentum of your action taking going. The next thing is to pay attention to your thoughts. Uh, People who say, for example, I don't have time, don't have time. People who say, oh, make the time, make the time. I really want you to tune in to those over 64,000 thoughts that you have in a day and really separate out the ones that serve you well and those ones that hinder you. Pay attention to them, note them down, and then as you note them down, thank them and say, yep, you've not been very helpful today. I'm going to start to think thoughts that are really going to benefit me when it comes to taking action. I'm going to start to make some really good choices about the things I'm saying to myself when it comes to to taking action and achieving the goals that I want to achieve. And, you know, giving yourself those little pep talks can be so, so powerful. The fourth one is to set deadlines. So, and I want you to set deadlines for everything, for absolutely everything. You will achieve so much more in a shorter container of time than you will in a longer one. The more time we give ourselves, the more time typically things take to do. 
If you have a project to do, if you have a social media post to write, if you have a course to create, if you have content to create, if you give yourself an hour, it'll take an hour. If you give yourself 15 or 20 minutes, that's how long it will take. And I really want you to start using that um, condensed time frame, the energy, right, of a condensed time frame to really help propel you forwards and get more done. Set a timer. You can use the Pomodoro timer technique as well, where you have set periods of time where you just are immersed and concentrated on working on a set task. Then you can take a break and come back to it. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. The next thing is I want you to start to keep an eye on your vision and on the task at hand. So what I really want you to do is be paying attention to what is the overall goal, what's the overall vision and the strategy, and how is the task that I'm doing right now, how does that contribute to it? How does doing this play a role in fulfilling these bigger goals, the bigger vision, the bigger strategy? Because the thing is, when we have both of those in our mind, when we focus on the small steps that lead to the desired destination, time goes really quickly right? If you think that you've got so much to do and you're in overwhelm and there's, you know, you've got this just too much to do to achieve this goal, then the likelihood of you even starting of moving out of inertia is pretty small. So what you really want to be doing is thinking about, well, what are the small incremental steps that I can take to achieve the thing that I want to achieve? And then taking this, taking the action, right? And accumulating this momentum that drives you and propels you forward to creating the action, doing the things that you need to do in order to get to that bigger goal, that bigger vision and realise the strategy that you have. The next thing is to install positive beliefs about your worthiness, your deservedness and your capability. Now, in last week's episode, we did talk about the seven beliefs that keep you procrastinating. You may want to go back and listen to that one, see which ones resonate Now, the thing is that what we really want to be doing, of course, is to increase our beliefs around our self-worth, our worthiness and our deservedness and our capability. And often the simplest way to do that is to ask ourselves to recognise situations where we have demonstrated that we are worthy, that we are deserving and that we're capable of taking action, of doing the things that we need to do in order to achieve our goals. More on belief change in previous episodes and we've got some more episodes around belief change specifically coming up as well. Now, on that, I just wanted to touch briefly on fear because sometimes we resist taking action because we're afraid of the outcome. We're afraid of whether or not we have the ability, right, whether or not we have um, the skills and capabilities we need to achieve the outcome. Whether we are afraid about failing or even succeeding and what that will mean for us. Now, fear can really, it's sneaky fear because it can keep us stuck and playing small so that we really do want to recognise it for what it is. Now, fear is our unconscious mind's way of protecting us from perceived potential harm. So 
That's important, right? Our unconscious mind, one of the prime directors of the unconscious mind is that it keeps us safe. If there's any perceived risk or threat of harm, then our unconscious mind says, hang on a minute, do we really want to be doing this? It's our way of protecting us from that perceived potential harm. The key word here is, of course, is perceived. It's a perceived potential harm. And so what we want to be able to do is to use techniques like timeline therapy, hypnotherapy, NLP to remove unwarranted or inappropriate fear. And of course, these are techniques, timeline therapy, NLP, and hypnotherapy that I teach and you learn when you become a certified mindset coach through the mindset coach certification program. Now, if you know that fear is one of the things that is holding you back, then do please head to our website, go to our directory. We have got so many certified mindset coaches who are able to help you to remove that fear, remove those limiting decisions, those beliefs about yourself that are holding you back, hindering you in some way from achieving the success that you desire. Now, the reality, of course, is one of the other ways that we can start to remove fear is to by taking start taking small actions. Now, the interesting thing, of course, about action taking is that the more we do, the easier it gets. The easier it gets, the more we do. We want to do more when it's easy, right, when we're enjoying it and we enjoy it more. And the more we do something, the better we get at it, the more competent we are. And the more we do and the better we get, the more competent we are, the more confident we are. And this becomes a reflexive loop. So that once you develop, once you start doing something, it's kind of like a snowball effect. The more you do something, the better you are at it. Makes sense, right? The more you practice something, the better you're going to be. And so the more you do, the better you get, the easier it is, the more competent you are, the more confident you are, and the more that you want to do it. And it really is starting to think about what do I want to do? Who do I need to be in order to do that thing? And what do I want to have as a result of doing that? And getting really clear about what is it that I want? What do I want in terms of, in this case, we're talking, I guess, predominantly about about your business, you know, what is it that you want, but it also applies to your life. And then create a plan of action to make it happen, right? And when you really start to have that clarity and then create that plan of action to make it happen, you have that vision and you start to think outside of yourself and you start to break through those blocks and barriers that have you perhaps playing small and holding back. And the thing is what you really want to start to do as well is when you are clear about that vision, that that big goal that you have for yourself, for your business, um, then you start to map out, okay, well, what are all the things that I actually need to do in order to get there? You role model other people. You really think about, okay, what steps do I need to take? And you put them in a plan, in an action plan, and you decide that you're going to take action, then you do begin then to make decisions that are very much aligned with that clear vision of where you want to be. You're more able to make decisions about whether or not doing that action or um, not doing that action is going to move you closer to that goal, to that vision that you have for yourself. And that is ultimately just so powerful because when we have the clarity about what we want and we make we take action to get there, 
make decisions that support that action taking. It's just so powerful. So I want you to think about these following six questions um, in relation to your business. Now, if you'd like to apply it to your life, you just swap out the word business from some of the questions I'm going to ask you now. You may want to grab a pen and paper for this. You may want to come back and listen again. Uh, These questions I want you to really journal about, think about, okay? You can take a break now um, and really take the time to answer these questions. So the first one is, and we're building your decision-making muscle here, (laughs) Uh, what decision would make the most positive impact on your business right now? So what decision would make the most positive impact on your business right now? Think about it, reflect, and answer the question. You can either pause this or you can write all the questions down and then come back to them at a time that's right for you. The second one is, if you keep doing what you're doing, what will the result be? If you keep doing what you're doing, what will the result be? The third one is, what are you putting up with? What are you tolerating at the moment? And this, for example, could be poor systems, a website you don't love, um, not working with ideal clients, being unproductive, having an unproductive co-worker. What have you been putting off and what will happen if you don't do it? And what will happen when you do do it? So question four is, what have you been putting off And what will happen if you don't do it? And what will happen when you do do it? It's a two-parter, bit of a tricky one. Think about that. Write down the answers. These are designed to give you those aha moments and those insights. Question five is, what are you most passionate about in your business? What are you most passionate about in your business? And question six is, what is the one thing that you need to do that will have the most positive impact on your business right now? What is the one thing that you need to do that will have the most positive impact on your business right now? So six very powerful questions. Your answers will be even more powerful, I know. So take the time, go through the exercise, write them down, and I'd love to hear how you get on with those questions this week. As we learn to start making some really good decisions by building really effective decision-making habits. So here's another habit, 52 Adventures to Change Your Life. 52 Adventures to Change Your Life by its very nature is habit building because every week we're embarking upon an adventure together. And this week our adventure is to have a coffee date. Now this is all about inviting a friend or a colleague uh, or a family member who maybe you haven't seen for a while, to have a cup of coffee with you. It could be at a coffee shop, it could be at a restaurant, it could be via Zoom. But it's really important that you do actually make a date with someone, ideally live in person, and just have a cup of coffee. You're going to need to set aside about an hour of your time to have quality face-to-face time, engaging and catching up and chatting. Uh, You can go to your favourite coffee shop or you could try somewhere new to go. Now, it's pretty simple. All you need to do is to choose the person that you'd like to have a coffee with, you love to catch up with over coffee, and then invite them to come and then go along. 
and enjoy your favourite beverage. It doesn't have to be coffee, by the way. Could be tea, could be hot chocolate, could be a cold drink, could be a pressed juice, whatever you fancy. The idea is that you are going out, doing something different, meeting somebody that you haven't seen for a while and just really enjoying their company. When you've done the activity, I want you to write down what you've done to complete the adventure, what you learnt, what you're now going to stop, start or continue doing as a result of the adventure and then what you're most proud of. And if you've bought 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, which is my book available on Amazon, then you'll see that there is a notes section. And in my notes section, I've actually got a little um, card from the coffee shop that I did this exercise at. And that's what I love about the notes section as well is there is space for you to paste in photographs and, um, you know, things like coffee stubs or movie tickets or whatever it is, um, just to remind you about the power of embarking on these 52 adventures to change your life. That's it for this week. Look forward to seeing you next week. I'm Lara Young, the founder of the Mindset Coach Academy and co-founder of Mindset Dimensions. And remember, mindset is everything. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.